Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. What if the kindergartner says, my parents aren't going to like that? Overprotective parents? How, how are you trained to deal with that? Comprehensive sex education is suicide prevention. And she said, we can't tell their parents. Here we are, um, the end of May. It's May 29th. Uh, high school graduation was last week. Our eighth grade promotion was last week. And, and what a year it's been uh, with Kingdom uh, Culture Conversations. We've had some incredible guests on the podcast and and uh, this summer looking forward to just a little bit different um, we're going to actually get to hear from from the, the same person all week because we're asking our, our our students if they wish our our faculty our uh, our, our parents uh, grandparents whoever uh, our summer reading this summer is called kingdom education by glenn schultz and uh if you don't have a copy of that book yet they are in the office uh staff all got them a few weeks ago at staff appreciation week. And, um, I've had a chance to go through it before we, we started this, but I'm so honored and grateful and excited to have uh, Glenn Schultz with us today. How you doing, Glenn? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be with you. Uh, and you're, you're coming up from South Carolina, Charleston. That's what I understand. That's correct. And, uh, how, what's the, what's the summer? I, I know what I was at Fort Jackson, of course, in the, in the winter time, but what's summer like in, in Charleston? Uh, you just have to be ready for 90 degree temperatures and about 110 degree humidity. Okay, I get you. It's so, not the dry heat that you have out in Phoenix. <laughs> well, that's that's 100% why I went to Chibolic, which is the chaplain leader course in the winter and not the summer. I didn't want that's to be right. out, out at Fort Jackson in July and uh, knowing that humidity was there. But um, thank you for being with us. Uh, and doc, uh, Dr. Schultz, I got I got your bio here. And I'm going to read a little bit of it. And uh, um, Dr. Schultz is beginning his 55th year of educating future generations according to God's plan. He began his involvement in education as a chemistry teacher and coach at Gowanda Central School in New York. And after five years of teaching in public school, Glenn entered the field of Christian school education, where he has served the Lord ever since. He has been a teacher, coach, high school principal, and superintendent during his tenure in Christian schools. In addition to his school assignments, Schultz has served as Southwest Southeast Regional Director for the Association of Christian Schools International, ACSI, of course, for seven years and nine years as Director of Christian School and Homeschool Services at Lifeway Christian Resources. In 2014, Dr. Schultz devoted his energies to directing Kingdom Education Ministries full-time. He has also written several parenting booklets, which are available at Kingdom Education Ministries, which is your website, correct, Glenn? Correct. And we will link to that in the show notes, uh, of course. And uh, he's conducted seminars throughout the United States and several foreign countries, served as an adjunct professor at Southwest Earned Baptist Theological Seminary in Columbia International University. Dr. Schultz is the founder and director of uh, KEM Kingdom Education Ministries. He has received his BA degree from Roberts Wesleyan College and his MED and EDD from the University of Virginia. Been married to his wife, Sharon, for 54 years, three children, six grandchildren. I'm tired, Glenn, just reading that. Um, 
And uh, and what else do we want to know about uh, Dr. Glenn Schultz that wasn't in there? Well, I, I just uh, am committed to trying making disciples out of the next generation. Uh, the home church and school has failed. Yeah. And we need to do that. That's our commission from the Lord. So that's just my heartbeat. Well, praise God. And and one of the w- things you also do that I didn't mention in there, you you, you host a podcast your own called uh, Kingdom Currents, correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, just celebrated uh, my one year anniversary of 52 uh, episodes. Yeah. How's that been for you? It, it's been exciting. I, I had written a weekly blog for about seven years, Yeah, but I just saw the numbers that were opening the blog and reading it were going down because people are now listening. They're not reading. 100%. And we go where people are, right? And the, the, that's the, right. the ideas, the principles, the, um, the truth doesn't change. Maybe the way we deliver it changes. So it, it's all good to me. What led you to write this book, um, Kingdom Education, Glenn? Well, I, I didn't intend to write it, but when mm-hmm. I went to Lifeway, uh, they had never dealt with true Christian schooling uh, before in their 100-year history as a publishing agency. And um, I think they expected me to just come cram Christian schools down everybody's throat. And I yeah. just sort of put out there what I believed was the philosophy found in scripture on how to educate kids. Yeah. And after a couple of years, they came to me and said, you have to put this in writing. Mm. You're saying things that people aren't. And so I sat down and wrote it. The first edition came out in 98 and the second edition, which is still going strong in 2000. And it's become my life message. And what was your primary uh, audience for that? Was it Christian schools? Was it parents? Was it what was your primary audience when you wrote this? To me, I see education as multifaceted. It's not yeah. just schooling. Right. Schooling is a major function of it. So I tried to understand what does the Bible say about education, which then will apply to the school, to the home, and to the church. So I, I'm hoping that it goes to the broader audience of the Christian uh, faith. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And uh, we, we always talk about the, kind of the three-pronged stool, and we'll get more into that as we go through this book, because I saw it throughout that of of the, the Christian home, which, yes. which which is central, in my opinion. That's, that's the one that can't ever go away. Um, and without that one, I think the other two might be spinning their wheels. Um, the church, and 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 the Christian school just as as one more add-on that if they work in concert, it's good stuff. But any one of those is off, especially the home, we're in trouble. That's for certain. And then your other books, it seems like they are. Uh, I I haven't read them yet, Glenn. But it seems like they're are they more application of the principles taught in in Kingdom Education? Yes, uh, you know. People have always asked, are you going to revise it because it's been out so many years? But I still think it's foundational. But then again, I wanted just a brief challenge to the home church and school. What is kingdom education where I define it a little bit more specifically? And then the last book, I take each of the 14 biblical principles and devote a whole chapter to each one with application questions. How do you put this principle into practice, home, church, and school? Well, that's that's definitely got to be on my reading list because I, 
I, I feel like it just created a lot of questions. I read your book, also a lot of affirmation. I, I don't want to like, uh, if you're listening, you're a Northwest Christian school parent, we are doing a lot of good things here. And, uh, but we do have some blind spots and we don't want to be, um, uh, blind to those and, and just want to make sure we are keeping the main thing, the main thing. And that's, that's the reason we started this podcast because worldview matters, doesn't it? What, what's worldview, what's worldview mean to you, Glenn? Worldview is just how you see the world. Um, I, I compare it to a lens you put on. I, I wear contacts and, you know, when I put that lens on, I don't see the lens anymore, but it affects everything I look at. Yeah. And that's how worldview, whatever worldview you have affects how you look at every aspect of life. hundred percent. And, uh, and that's to, to me, that's part of our mission statement it has been for 40 years, 40 plus years here at Northwest Christian school to instill a biblical worldview in, in students. And we get to use not just math, science, English, Bible class. We'll talk about that. There's so much in my head right now because that I resonate with your book. It's not just Bible class. It's math class, science class, English class that we want to integrate the scriptures. If it's just the Bible teacher, we got some issues, don't we? And this book was written when? Well, this second edition came out in 2000 and it had a couple revisions, added some more principles, uh, 2002, 2003, but it's pretty much uh, hasn't changed since then. Well, because what I believe, Glenn, is it's based in the scriptures, right? And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever. All scriptures inspired by God and profitable for teaching, correction, proof, training, and righteousness. Um, if it's rooted in God's word, uh, we we talked offline a little bit about the podcast. Did you ever think five years ago you'd be doing a podcast? Never. I, I, you know, <laughs> writing a blog was big for me, but <laughs> now to do a audio podcast, it's been pretty exciting, but I never dreamt I would be doing one. Uh, I'm with you. And I never dreamt I'd listen to them um, or people. W- w- why would people want to listen to us? But uh, um, I am super excited as we get into this to glean from, from this book, uh, how that would benefit just not Northwest Christian, but the the boundaries that we represent as well. And, and what, what we'll do, um, I've gone through the book a couple of times and I just got some jumping off points that I'll throw it at, at, at Glenn and, and he gets to give his, 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 the reason he wrote that, what he was thinking when he said that. And, and, uh, because you wrote the book 20 years ago. Yes. And, and did you picture anything, what it looks like 2023 in, in, in the year 2000? No, I, I have not pictured what we're facing in 2023 and 2020. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Much less back in, in 2000. But I could see we were becoming more and more secular. Yeah. And, and when you are a completely secularized society, what we're seeing now should be expected. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think I don't know the dates. I'm not super intelligent on that, but you know, I grew up going to public school, and they talked about kicking God out of school, but you can't get God out of anywhere. Um, God is there. God is is as welcome as He wants to be, but it just feels like today, um, God is not super welcome. Uh, I know when I went to school, 1980s, 90s, um, it, it felt like. Yeah, we, we kind of still had a little bit of the same worldview, but now the worldviews are drastically different. Yes. And, you know, what it is, secular, they say, well, we're not anti-religion. We're, we're just saying it has no impact. We're It's neutral. Uh, but when you go and say that, you're really saying there is no God. 
Yeah. So you're denying the existence of God. And if you deny the existence of God, then anything must be right. And we do what's right in our own eyes. Re- redoing what <laughs> the book yeah. of Judges tells us happened. And it's always disastrous. A long time ago. And uh, I don't know if you followed it or not or heard the story in Arizona. Um, within the last month, uh, a very large school district uh, voted to no longer use students from uh, Arizona Christian University because they didn't did want see that they didn't want Christian people in their school. So as we said, it was it was kind of tolerant. You, you saw that, Glenn, and, and that that shook me a little bit. Yeah, it, uh, it it is something that uh, if you go back into the 1800s, a man named Robert Dabney actually predicted that if if schooling was taken out of the home and church and given to the state, it would have to become secularized. And back then, he told Christian parents, be prepared for the Bible and reading and prayer and catechisms to be taken out of the school system. Well, well, and he predicted it, but no one listened. Very prophetic, and and again, my limited understanding. I I understand like some of the the Ivy League schools, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, were founded as Bible institutions or Christian education. Is that is that true? Do you know about that? Oh, that that's correct. You know, yeah, they were very strong. It was based on truth, Harvard. But now, if you went there, it would be your truth, not the truth, uh-huh. which means there is no God and you're your own God and you determine what's right and wrong. That's the problem that we're facing in society today. Well, that's such a, a, a big statement there. So four words, your truth or the truth. And uh, I, I, again, I don't know how we got there either, because it, it feels like if we keep going that way and you get to make up your own truth. Um, we've already seen it so twisted, and so I'm so thankful that I, that that God got a hold of me, and uh, I do have God's word, and uh, I want that yes. to point. Uh, it's becoming, it, it's not becoming more blurry. It's becoming more clear how needed mm-hmm. God's word is for us. Um, I got a couple of quotes from the first uh, uh, introduction, and and this big idea that I saw that George Barna did a survey, and he believed that our society was heading for spiritual revival or moral anarchy. And the generation that would determine which direction we would take this sitting was sitting in the classrooms at the time. And when I, when I think about that study, I mean, I feel like I don't even want to ask you, um, is it spiritual revival or is it moral anarchy? Cause I'm afraid of what I'm going to hear. Well, you've got to understand when that was done, those people in the classroom are now the parents. Yeah. And millennial parents are the primary parenting generation today. And the latest research shows that only two to 4% of them have a biblical worldview. So what we're finding is that we haven't seen the revival come, but we have seen the anarchy in society uh, in every area of life. And it seems like you say, have people lost their mind? Well, yes, they have. They've lost any sense of common sense, science, we're denying science where people are saying, no, you can be whatever gender you want. And there's probably a hundred different genders you can be. Yeah. And that, that makes absolutely no sense. And it's not scientific, but yet we're pushing that and it's becoming part of the curriculum in our schools. Right. Uh, It's, uh, 
there is there, let's go on because I, I just feel like we could talk about that all day and and I can be a guy I, I try to stay as positive as I can right um but I don't know how people do this without hope and um I do have hope right I have hope that Jesus knows what he's talking about knows what he's doing Amen. um but I think about the I, I never thought about the way you just said it is is because it feels like when I was in school if that would have happened with that school district here in Phoenix, there would have been an outcry. There would have been, I mean, hopefully a very Christian response to that and just saying, Hey, this is what we want for our children. And I just didn't see that from, from those parents that you were just talking about. Right. And even when, when you see this line of demarcation getting so clear in secular education, I thought that Christian parents would just flock to Christian schools, but it didn't really happen. But I'm convinced the reason why is that today's Christian parents are more secular thinking than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. So they don't see the line of demarcation as much as those of us who have walked the faith for many, many years. So uh, we've got to help parents understand the real battles that are going on for the hearts and minds of their children. Yeah. And, and I, a, a big thing that stood out in your book, as you started off a quote, responsibility for training children has always belonged in the home with the church joining forces with the parents since the day of Pentecost. And, uh, I, I started off my year every year with back to back to teacher night or back to school night when parents would be in there. I say, Hey, I'm the Bible teacher, but if I'm the only person putting Bible in your kids ears, we got a problem. It's your job. Deuteronomy chapter six says train up or it says uh, when you walk along the road, when you when you get up, when you go to bed, teach your children the scriptures. So moms and dads, I just want to encourage you. If you have kind of maybe lost a step a little bit um, or if you don't know what the truth is, one, just open up the book. And, and you know, I'm referring to God's word and uh, and pray, um, pray. So uh, because. Christian schools weren't necessarily mentioned in the Bible, were they, Glenn? No, and and we've got to understand that the Bible has principles yes. that tell us how we're supposed to raise or educate our kids, and those principles don't just apply to the home or to the church. They apply to the total educational process, and that's what we've got to get back to. Absolutely, and and uh, I am grateful. I don't, like I, I've told you offline, I think I— Northwest Christian has our has some blind spots and has some some areas of growth as as everyone does. But um, I'm thankful that I work at a place that we are committed to not just instilling biblical worldview in students, but working with moms and dads and people like you, uh, Glenn. So thank you so much for being here today. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, make sure you all tune in next week. Uh, Glenn will be back uh, all summer. Uh, we do miss uh, my my partner in crime, uh, Mr. Brown, uh, but uh, he will be joining us after uh, in the end of July. So um, y'all have a great day and God bless y'all and um, and get your nose in the book. All right. God bless. Northwest Christian School has made biblical worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.